Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what is going to be on the docket for you this week, bro? Ryan, on this week's show, we're going to have a discussion on your favorite lighthearted topic, death row, (laughs) and podcasts are here to save the world. I mean, probably not this one, but others. Pod save the queen, Tyler. What about you, Ryan? Tyler, this (laughs) week, we again are going to examine the peaks and valleys of living in Miami. Mm. And I ask the fundamental question, what causes addiction? So let's get into it. I didn't help you out at all there, did I? Tyler, Mm. I've been drinking a lot of water lately. Good for you. There's a lot of water going down in this house, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I've been trying to up my water game. I just, I forget like midway through the day and my body does not crave it. When you remember... You just got to chug, like yeah. drink more water than you feel like you want to. And then your body starts wanting it more and more. Sure. And one of the big downsides of drinking water, I mean, really the only downside that I can see is you have to pee all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you have to pee all the time. And the problem is, is sometimes it sneaks up on you when you finally get in there. You're like, ah, like you're, you're hurt. You know what I mean? So I've. Well, does this ever happen you to you? You go check your kidneys out, bro. I just mean that when I get in there to pee, it's so much worse than I thought that uh, it was. Ah, yeah, and, sure. And, and it hurts a little bit, nonetheless. Sure. The problem is, is that it's not just peeing at home. You got to pee out and about. Mm-hmm. I don't like to go into public restrooms. Normally, in my regular life that I lived before this, I could go all day without having to go into a public restroom, sure. generally speaking. And it also takes me into the locker room at my gym. Now, Mm. I'm going to be plowing some field here that has been hoed over a bunch, but it is real. It is talked about often because it's it's just a fact. The locker room at a gym is weird as fuck, dude. It is. It's such a weird vibe. It is. There's no need for your wiener to be out, sir. There's no need. You could easily put pants on. I see them right there in your locker. (laughs) Right next to your nuts. (laughs) There is this type of person that just loves to hang out in there naked. And it's all good. I'm not against people being naked. It's fine. I just don't get it. I'm not sure. What is the necessity of taking a shower there? Uh, I mean, I can understand to save time and you're going straight to work. That I get. But at the very least, like, why do you go through all the motions of undressing and then pause when you take the last article of clothing <laughs> off. Continue back to the dressing part. Let's rewind this a little bit. No, and it is, again, I have no problem with people. Nudity, do your thing. I'm not saying that it shouldn't be allowed. It's just a certain energy that some people have that's yeah, it's weird. I, I guess there's just people who like to be naked. I mean, that's just a fact of the matter. And foist their stuff onto others. And there are places where that is accepted it is celebrated and and in the locker room i'm not sure that that's the place but you know do your thing i mean it is by that guy i i was in there very recently and and you had uh just a naked dude and it's always an older guy it's always every time there's always a lot of skin every time you know what i mean i guess there's just a certain age you go past where you know a certain type of creep yeah uh reaches a certain age and he's just like woo. (laughs) 
I believe it is at the exact day that your whole body looks like a scrotum. <laughs> That's that is what I'm describing. It's just a scrotum with arms and legs with a little head on top. I know this sounds like body <laughs> shaming, but you know what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. It is body uh, shaming, I is. guess, and I don't mean it that way. But I'm just I'm trying to paint a mental picture. Yeah, and it's this is a, a generic uh, hypothetical yeah. old person. We're not actually calling out Carl. Well, you know? I am talking about one particular <laughs> scrotum shaped man. Just don't say his name, and we're good. I don't know his name, but he's naked. He's got his foot up on the Every bench. Every time I can see all the way from here to I, I don't what's the what's the Timbuktu. <laughs> Sir, from here to Lake Titicaca, sir, there is no breeze in here. There's no reason for you to have your leg up. I mean, this guy was drying in the in the just out in the field. It's ridiculous. Blasting from his phone speaker. Oh God, Bohemian Rhapsody. It was it was good music taste. It was a weird flex, literally terrible public behavior. Speaking of terrible public behavior, my name is Ryan. My name is Tyler, and we are those guys you hate. What is going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Those Guys You Hate. Tyler, how are you doing? Doing well, Ryan. A little tired, but again, drag myself in front of this microphone to entertain all of you Neanderthals. And that's what we're here for. We're happy to have you. And Tyler... I don't know why I called you Neanderthals. I love you guys. It it felt unnecessary, and you know we're very conscious about our sloped brow, Tyler. And my elongated forehead. It's true. (laughs) You can see me. I have a big forehead. Yeah, it runs in our family, Tyler. (laughs) It does. It's to hide those giant brains that we're not using. (laughs) Session 148. Tyler, are you ready to get into it? Let's do it. Welcome to Miami. Now, Tyler, this segment is where we describe to the peeps uh, what it's like growing up down here in Miami. Because Miami is, uh, I don't know, I would say as... Weird, weird statement. Popular of a city as there is going right now? Absolutely. It's very cultural. It's found in pop culture left and right. Rappers are always singing about it. They know what they're talking Will about. Will Smith, heard of him? Uh, that was in the 90s. He's done a couple <laughs> things since, Tyler. He hit Chris Rock that one time. What? <laughs> He's got a, a new show on or a a- new movie. Apple or something like that? Emancipation, Ryan. Sure. Yeah, he's like, oh, you hit another black guy? Go be a slave. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Crazy political commentary from Tyler Menendez. All right, so now this is a welcome to Miami that is going to also contain another segment, so try to follow me down here, okay? Mm-hmm. So just to give you a little taste here, I was at the gym earlier today, and there was a woman there with a, a, a younger man, and this woman was wearing a hat that said, I'm his mom. Okay. I'm his mom. All right. I mean, so that must mean either she has terrible fashion sense, or they run into the problem so often where people think they're dating. Apparently so, and I guess, I don't know if that's just Miami. That must be annoying, though. I can imagine that, that being annoying. I want to get a hat that says, I'm not her dad. So... Really sends a different message altogether. <laughs> or am I? Uh, so that's just that's just a little taste of Miami. But yeah. I don't know how we're going to do this. You're going to have to use your editing prowess. But here in the middle of Welcome to Miami, I need that new hit song, You Got Mail. Can you Ooh. hit it for me, Tyler? Of course. Yeah. 
God. I mean, just like a, like an angel delivered directly to your doorstep. It's pretty good. It's beautiful. Pretty good. Nature. Now, Tyler, go ahead and... <laughs> So kind of different, those songs. A little so, bit. So go ahead and look in your email and tell me if this picture gives people the feeling of living in Miami. Describe to the to the listeners what you're looking at. Uh, well, it's a political sign, and it's a woman named Yvette Gonzalez. She's running for office. I'm allowed to say her name. Sure. And the tagline on the top of it says, leading the fight to end the trash smell. What does that mean? I love that so much. I love that so much. It feels like it's something straight out of idiocracy. I don't understand. Is it is it referring to people? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get rid of that trash smell. These these people coming over here, they're taking our jobs oh, and man. our smells. I don't know where. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's something about that that just tickles me. It's so strange. So much. That is not just the foundation of her campaign. It's printed at the top of her advertising It's material. her platform. Sure. Why? Sure. I, I don't know, Tyler. <laughs> I didn't look into it's it. It's so weird. I don't know where the smell is emanating I, from. I have more questions than I have answers. <laughs> trash smell, you have been warned. <laughs> You're on notice, baby. And that... <laughs> I, I, and that is that's so weird. Welcome to Miami. And you obviously took that photo. You saw that sure. out in the wild. Sure. Oh wow. So you know what? Actually, now that you bring that up, it is over near that tra the the trash dump. Oh, okay. Over there on seventy fourth. That must be what it's maybe maybe it's a regional thing, and she's actively talking to her constituents who have an active problem with that dump. It would certainly it's, seem that way. She's gonna crawl all the way up to the White House. It just tickled for, me, dude. Through getting rid of trash smell. I'm taking our trash smell to the Supreme Court because we're gonna air out our dirty laundry. And, and speaking of those political signs, uh -huh. too many. That has to be. An environmental uh, disaster, right? Yeah. Those things are insane. Yeah. And I'm going to throw this out there. Has that ever changed anybody's opinion? Have you ever? Now, I, I do, to some degree, want to get rid of this trash smell. Sure. So I, I, I am sure. leaning a little bit. She's got bit. my attention. I mean. I, I The thing is, is, and that's my initial thought, too, is like, has anybody ever looked at a sign and been like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck uh, it. Uh, oh, man. I, I had no idea this person was running. I'm going to go for it. However, we do have to acknowledge the amount of money that is spent on right. it. It must do something. It's like all of those... Um, advertisements that are mailed to you that I just, it seems like a travesty the way that our resources are wasted like that, but somebody's making money off of it. Yeah. Yeah. That should be illegal. <sighs> wow. Tyler, that, uh, that made me kind of sad. Yeah. That was depressing, right? That was really, if, if only there was some sort of a segment that we could use as a segue to get into speaking on depression and just complaining about our lives. Sure. Oh, that sounds wonderful. What do we got? Let's do the depression index. Yay. This sounds fun. Weird way to lead into it. No one cares. What you the depression what index do, is is a machine that I built with my hands and a trash smell, and we crank it up to let you know how. Da I actually think it's just you're the source of the trash. I think smell. that's just decomposition. If I'm not right, they, they we have had this machine for a long time. I mean, dead bodies are trash. I don't know that I agree with that, Tyler. <laughs> Why not? What I find to be so interesting with all the true crime is how desperately. 
people want the remains of their... They're willing to make deals with the person who killed them just to get the remains back. Absolutely. I, I think there's something almost universal about that. Um, yeah, just in case it ever comes up in the future and, and you got to go through really... Uh, Stringent kind of uh, jump through hoops for you. Yeah, yeah. Just leave my body. If I'm dead, just leave it. It's a it's a used car that I'm not driving sure. around anymore. Just fucking leave it. It's well, all good. You know my feelings on this. I have claimed on this show that when I'm dead, necrophiliacs have a heyday with me, man. Make new holes if you feel like it. I, I don't mind. Necrophilia. A victimless crime. Tyler, how are you feeling this week, man? A little weird now. Yeah. I uh I am I curious. Saw the door and, I, and I walked right through it. I am curious as to why that is the hill you're that particular hill you're willing to die I, on. I just uh, you know what? It's a point he's made many times. It ain't easy being green, you know what I mean? If that's your particular thing, I'm signing off on it. You have my face, you have my voice, nonetheless. We've done this show already. Use me up. Yes, we have. All right, oh. Tyler. Until I turn into an ooze, what's oh. going on with you? I'll just prop you up like a carny at like a like a sideshow or something like that. I'll be like Ed Gein's mother, a but a, but a lot looser. You know what I mean? I don't know what you mean, you uh, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, session one forty eight is hangovers, which is uh, you know aptly themed for this week. Uh, remember, not as good as uh, bridesmaids. Not as good as bridesmaids. Truly. I know this isn't helpful, and I know I, I I ruined everything. First of all, not helpful. Do you you did ruin everything, and absolutely agree? not. The first Hangover, in my opinion, is one of the funniest movies ever made. I think it got talked up too much to me. I thought that... I understand uh, that. That, uh, what was the other one I said? Bridesmaids? Ah, I gotta stop doing drugs, Tyler. All right, <laughs> go ahead. Anyway, I'm so sorry, Ryan. Uh, hangovers when we uh, when we decide to party and when we decide to drink and when we decide to get into these little fun activities, we have to remember that we are actively borrowing happiness from the next day or the next couple of days. Yep. So so there's nothing wrong with partying. Just make sure you spend the next few days treating your body right. You know, or don't. It's your body. Do whatever the fuck you want. I think if you're hungover all the time, you just won't even notice it anymore. That's how I used to roll. That is not a secret to life, man. Well, not it's, a secret. It's a to secret. Life. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. Yeah, you're right, Ryan. This week I am at a, I'll say a, a four. All right, one, Spin two, three, four. Yeah. Make yourself a bloody mary, Tyler. Ugh. Yeah, I'm I, I'm hungover today too. I will tell you a great cure for the hangover, and it sounds counterintuitive. The gym, man. The gym makes you feel a lot better. Mm, I just wake up and have a drink. Oh. Did you have a drink today? I did. What'd you have? I did have a black cherry white claw. Oh, I had okay. two of them and they really hit the spot. Oh man, that would make me so tired in the middle of the day. Mm. I had a truly the other day for the first time. Not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was like lemonade. Pretty good. Gay it up more than drinking truly. I don't think that's possible. Yeah, oh boy, <laughs> I'm putting my pinky up. All right, Tyler, this is what I talked about in, in the intro. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to put you on the spot here. What do you think is the underlying cause for addiction. Now, I'm asking you a, a huge spanning question, but I think, at least for me, and I think that I, and generally for everybody, I could put it in one sentence, but maybe I'm wrong. For me, addiction is survival. It's a it's a survival mechanism that, that keeps us alive. So I've said it before, and I'm happy to say it again to anybody that is addicted. I mean it when I say, thank God you found addiction, because if you didn't, you'd be dead. And I'm glad you're here. We can work with addiction. We can't work with death. For now. <laughs> but you say that you're using it as a defense mechanism, as you're using it as a way to stay alive. Stay alive. Safety. It's it's to keep me alive. But I either do this or 
jump off the ship. But keeping you safe from what? That's my question. Absolutely. Uh, whatever is, whatever trauma, whatever shame, whatever is deep down affecting you. And I think a lot of people who are addicted aren't aware of what's driving those addictions. Well, tell me if this is at the base of what it is that you're saying. Because I agree with everything you just said. Could it be that all of those things are symptoms of being disconnected mm. from being alone from from feeling like you and I have talked about this before where it feels like the whole world understands itself everybody relationships seem so easy but for me I'm an alien I'm on the outside looking in and mm. I will never be like you guys you know what I mean have you ever had that feeling absolutely I, I've I've still to this day there are times when, when I'll be in the middle of a conversation or I was at a, a party the other night and and I was standing around my group of friends and I'm just having this thought like this is how a human would normally behave, right? Like this is how human beings behave. I was at a bar last night and just having a conversation with somebody and my brain's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, what? What do, you, what, what do you want from me, man? I had a moment like that where I met up with a customer at my job that you guys will never hear about. And Cause I, it doesn't exist. Absolutely. And I made the mistake. I got too familiar with him and he stuck his hand out and I went in for the, the handshake and I brought it around i brought i hooked our thumbs and i brought it around i brought i brought our chest together did you explode it at the I, end I, I did not explode uh, it well, you could go i back. did not but this guy is super professional and i walked away from it and i was like oh maybe a little bit too much i'm totally with you on that that happens to me all the time and what i will tell you is this if i look at my addictions drinking is a is is a has been a, a huge problem for me throughout my life it connects me in terms of when I'm talking to you and I'm sober, my brain is hyper analyzing every micro transaction that we are having. Mm. You have one drink, you have two drinks, and that all gets turned down. Now you have three drinks, four drinks, five drinks, and all of a sudden goes back up again. Mm -hmm. But which I am want to do. It makes it easier to connect. It's that social lubrication that we've talked about. Mm. Sex, which I have also been addicted to. I mean, the connection there, it goes without even having to explain that idea of like, look, somebody loves me enough. Somebody thinks enough about me to let me do this to them. Mm -hmm. And this is gross. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it, even eating it, like eating is, is eating some form of a, that's something I've never really been addicted to. Oh, is, you should try it. I, I was thinking about giving it a go <laughs> later in my life. When my when my arteries aren't as prepared to to defend themselves, I was gonna say punish your colon. Now's the right time. Well, I, I, I that I do in the sex, Tyler. So wow, you really shoehorn that in there. Huh? <laughs> that I also yeah. do with the sex. Thank you. Let's, let's move on. Yes. So like eating, could could the eating addiction have? I, I I don't really have an answer to this one. Could that be a connection point somehow? Well, yeah. Addiction for me, it's it's I would eat like a lot. For me, it's it's eating so much that I would put myself into a state of shock. So it like shut everything down. What it's do you almost, mean? It's when you like you ate yourself into a lull, basically. Exactly. You eat so much, you overwhelm wow. the, the senses, and it and it shuts everything down. Like after down. Thanksgiving dinner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I have never thought about that. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. a, a truly numbing the pain. Mm -hmm. You guys are sick. <laughs> um, would you say that eating is probably the most common addiction? That or cell phones. That or technology. Oh, wow. Technology wow. is up there. I'm not willing to let that go, Tyler. Yeah. I, I, I'm good well, with that addiction. Definitely don't let food go. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> don't, Tyler? Don't let it go. I, I would like to say that I went cold turkey, but. In <laughs> three weeks. Ah, we have, look better. We have fun on this show. <laughs> so, now, I, I don't even know how to wrap this up, Tyler. What's the. 
What's the answer? What's the answer to being connected? Well, addictions are fueled by something. They get their energy from something inside of us. We are the ones fueling these things. So we need to go in and we need to find out what the root cause is. What is, and guys, honestly, it so very often stems from something we suffered in our childhood, some kind of trauma that we experience uh, or how we feel about our bodies. That's the other end of eating, of not putting any food in your mouth because you hate your body so much. Why are you looking at me? Oh, because I... Good point. Why yeah. did I stare you down like that? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and I knew yeah, I shouldn't have worn white. And these addictions are all um, uh, reactions to something happening within us. Well, uh, for me personally, and, and, and we got to wrap this up because, boy, we we're gas bagging hard. But I believe that in my experience, you and I have spent so much time trying to fix this one particular problem in ourselves, mm. I would venture to say that maybe it's just a human flaw. Now, obviously, some people have it more than others, but I just wonder, I don't know. I, I, I believe that there it may be in believing something bigger than you. I, I don't know if that's the connection or not, but... For everybody, they have their own, you know, idea on what that is. But I, I don't know that. I'm not sure how to fix the problem of feeling disconnected. Oh, uh, you're right. Bigger than ourselves. Yeah. Universe, blah, blah, blah. I was talking about Andre the Giant. Just go. Oh, I miss him. Just drink, you, you sissy ninnies. Yeah, I, I'll go back to the drinking. Uh, Tyler, this week, I am <laughs> at a four, one, two, three. Did you say four? I, oh, yes, I, damn, that hurt. Yes, I am also at a four. Do you know what that means, Ryan? What's that? For the first time ever on this show, right? you and I, same number depression index. What? Four and what? four, four and what? four. What? That is crazy, bro. Suck it. Never been done before for Tyler. How four, about four. that? Now, moving on from that stupidity, because mm -hmm. we have the same number on the show all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, Whoa. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> if you're going to give him a peek behind the curtain, don't rip it off. I was going to say, the curtain's down. I am going to tell you one quick little story. We'll go on break and I'll put my curtains down, Tyler. Go ahead. Meet curtains. Yeah, there okay. you go. <laughs> uh, are you familiar, speaking of which, of Gaylord Perry? Gay, oh, what? It rings a bell, but I, I can't bring anybody to mind. It's okay. Uh, you, Gaylord Perry is a Hall of Fame pitcher for the Giants in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. Their, their pitchers were way different back then. I was going to say, that is a many decades ago kind of name. Nobody's naming their kid Gaylord anymore. You better be really good at baseball, yeah, bro. Yeah. Which he was. Yeah. And I heard this story that just tickled me pink, Tyler. Mm. So during his time while playing with the Giants, they had a manager named Alvin Dark. Okay, and he was asked at batting practice one day, what do you think the possibility of Gaylord Perry hitting a home run? Now, he's a pitcher. Pitchers, of course, are really good at this one thing. They're not mm -hmm. known for hitting. Sure. So his, you know, so he said there will be a man on the moon before this guy hits a home run. Mm. Okay, we then cut to July 20th, 1969. Apollo 11 heard of it, heard of it. Lands on the moon, Tyler. Mm, great accomplishment. 1.17 p.m. Mm -hmm. Later that inning, Gaylord Perry hits a home run. Oh, so that guy called it. How about that? Fuck yeah, man. Fucking Nostradamus was, over here. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I, pretty impressive, though. How, and and it, on the same day within hours of each other. That's insane. It Apollo 11 landed on the moon at 1.17 p.m. 
the game started at 1 p.m. It was in the third inning. Wow. So it was within right after. minutes of each other. How about that? How about that? I, I love little things like that. Yeah, I mean, it just shows you the universe has a great sense of humor. Really crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I heard it on Stuff You Should Know and I stole it. Let's take <laughs> well, a break. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys so wait a minute kim jong-il your boy nobody's allowed to be (laughs) friends with kim il jong or whatever his name is it's kim jong-il i've heard it both ways i'm confusing myself but you called him my boy what the hell is well, you know what? I have a soft spot in my heart. Now, I, do I agree with everything that every one of my friends, what they do? Of course not. You hate. I'm rooting for you. Vroom! Kim Il Jong. No, not, Don't say that! No, not what he's doing! He's doing all the bad things! I, I'm rooting for him to pull out of this tailspin. I'm hoping that he can learn from his mistakes. Is that so wrong? Now, now do I condone his behavior? Weird Absolutely to, not! Weird place to place your flag. Those guys you hate. Red circle. I've had an interesting kind of, um, I don't know, weird experience, I guess, over the last couple of days at the gym. I, you know, I told you that I do like a lot of my meditation there, mm-hmm. as as it were. I like how you cringe when you say meditation. Oh, God, I just, I've become so embarrassing. <laughs> he viscerally cringed, oh, ladies and gentlemen. It. <laughs> but it's just kind of bringing it, instead of sitting in the backyard with my eyes closed, doing it in a place with a lot of... Where it's uh, supposed to be done. Relegated to the shadows right. where nobody can see Hiding you. behind the air conditioning unit, <laughs> embarrassed by myself. Have you ever been embarrassed by yourself? Of course. Oh, man, that's a... Of that's, course. That's a, I remember, like, dancing in my bathroom once, and I'm like... <laughs> Did anybody see that? I saw it. For me, it's even like thoughts I get in my head where I'll get a certain thought. I'm like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Bro, you should go see someone. But, you know, it's just interesting that while you're there, it's almost like your your body and your mind are all reacting to these stories that are just flowing around in your head. You're writing little narratives about everything that's happening around you and you're reacting to your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. It helps uh, give... 
like your brain wants structure instead of just being in the moment and just letting life be life. Mm -hmm. You have to continue like when a car drives by and your brain goes, that's a car. You already fucking know it's a car. There's no reason to say it. My ex-girlfriend used to have a car like that. Was that fucking her? (laughs) Who's in the front seat? What's going on with this bitch? Exactly. I love you, Jenny. Well, now I got to follow that car. (laughs) I'm glad I brought my crowbar. So, and and that's totally it. And do you still have that kook alert ready from earlier in the show? I do. Okay, cool. I do. I found myself recently mirrors they're everywhere at the gym tyler have you noticed that yeah yeah it'd be a great place to have sex if not for all the germs gym people love to have a gander they really do yes they really do i and man i'm gonna be super judgy there's this girl that was in you know the the woman woman sorry you're so weird with that there was this disrespectful you don't even know how old she was she could have been six she would have been a girl was she six nah she's probably like 30 And she was in the Glad room, talked. you know, where they, where they keep the bikes and everything. The spin, There's no weights or anything. Room, sure. It's just the, the, the room where they host the classes. Yoga and, and all that. And yeah. she was in there and like after every lift or whatever, she lifted up her shirt to look at her stomach and it's, you she, gotta, you gotta check out the results. She Tyler. did it like eight times. Sure, sure. It's like, what are you looking at? It's you the, already know what it looks like. It's the after and after photo. It's so weird. Yeah. Well, uh, I think I got a little bit of that in me. And I'm it, just too ashamed to do it in public. Yeah, I, I can't do gym <laughs> selfies. No. I can't do any of that. I actually once took a picture of how much weight I was putting up on the leg press to send to my son, and I did it so secretly. Fuck <laughs> <Achoo>. you! <laughs> oh, I seem to have taken a photo. Oh, my cat took this of me. But so I find myself. Oh boy, are you ready? Put your finger on the button. I'm this is ready. Bad. This I'm, is a bad one. I'm ready. This for is like you. depression index part two. This All is right. embarrassing. Ooh. I find myself looking into the mirror, holding weights. And looking at myself and thinking, Ryan, are you in there? Ah! Oh my goodness. So do you get a response? There's something like, no, Ryan went out to lunch. (laughs) There's, there's something anchoring about that where it's like all of a sudden, yes, all of these thoughts are swirling around me, but I am, look at this. This is weird. This is crazy. Like this is, wow. I'm reacting very strongly to all these things. I don't know are true. Very true. It's, it's, it's a really weird thing that I, that I got going on right now. And that is awareness. What you're describing is awareness is being aware of your thoughts as you're having them. You are separate from your thoughts. You're you're watching it happen. Mm -hmm. It's I think for so long, I was trying to stop it from happening yeah. as opposed to yeah. being like, oh, wow, ain't this fucking crazy. It's like watching it like a movie. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Or dropping it like it's hot. Let's do bartender confessions. Bartender confessions. I guess I didn't need to say it. Yeah. I'd already said it. Yeah. A bit redundant. <laughs> <laughs> that is how this show works, Tyler. <laughs> Comedy comes in twos. So here's the thing. Bartender Confessions, you and I have both worked in the restaurant industry for too long. Yeah. And we've noticed a thing or two about a thing or two. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people bring in their issues in there. You know, you you go to a bar, you go to a watering hole to drown out your sorrows. Sure. And then people go, uh, I'll have, a, you know, a drink, doctor. You know, when people call you doctor. No, nobody's ever called me. Yeah, doctor. people call you doctor. It's a, it's an old man joke. How about when people, when the, when the, waiter the bartender whomever it is comes and takes your plate away and you ate all the food don't make the stupid fucking joke of mm-hmm, i guess i didn't like it wasn't it good <laughs> you know what i do i'm like uh to go box oh now, is that so bad? just as cheesy is that bad just as uh, but right. i mean i was just kidding i don't do that oh, okay good i do that oh god now here's something this is a weird one because normally we're talking about people's personalities and what happens when they're drunk and whatever this, i love you mommy tyler uh. that has been banned on the show <laughs> Looks like Fahrenheit 451. Now, 
This is just a little bit of uh, just just noticing the materials that I work with. I am clumsy, Tyler. I have a tendency to break all sorts of things. Here's what people don't know about bar glasses. They will always bounce one time. Yeah. You hear that cling, yeah. and you're like, I'm good, bro. I'm good. You're never good. It's going to shatter. Also, I believe that they're making those glasses easier and easier to break as time goes on. Yeah, makes them more money. If you look at a martini glass the wrong way, you are now holding five martini glasses. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and the drunker the drunker people get, obviously, the more shit they're going to break. And I think the the glass is becoming thinner and thinner Absolutely as the days right. go on. As your, your hands get heavier and heavier. <laughs> exactly. I remember one time I went out with my buddies and we went to like Riverfront or something like that. And we were drinking uh, champagne during the day. Uh, I'm telling you, there was maybe 12 or 13 glasses broken while we were there. I, I was so embarrassed. Oh, I, my God. I, I, like, we, we got to go. Yeah. I got there late and everybody was schwammered. Ah, uh, daytime champagne. Uh, That's a good time. Mimosas, the most evil of all spirits. That's so good. I, I have I sworn, love them. I have sworn mimosas off. I will no longer mimosa. Ever? Yeah. Ever? Like Aquaman, Jason Mimosa. How does that further this conversation? Travis Scotch. I... <laughs> And just like that, you win somehow. I don't know. Yes! I don't know how. I am going to do some, some, we can review whatever that was. I'm going to do some more of it. I like that. Please no. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, I need for you to fill up the rest of this segment with your knowledge. I need for you to, to, to carry us home with your good, with your bad, and with your interesting. I shall. And, uh, and I appreciate you t saying it's my knowledge, but in all fairness, I just copy this from another source and then just read it back to Isn't you Isn't that all. what knowledge is nowadays? It's not about knowing things. It's about knowing how to find them. You don't have to retain anything. I Thank you, Google. You can't. I mean, you could tell me 10 people's phone numbers. Back in the... I could tell you my phone number from when I was like, growing up. Mm -hmm. I don't know my son's phone number. <laughs> That's... Probably, what? I, you should probably memorize that. Just should in I? I mean, just in case. I'm still young. I could have another one. Cell phone or kid? <laughs> So let's jump right into, I mean, whatever the fuck Did that was. Did you hear was. the RJ-14 is <laughs> coming out? Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Is that a crime? Did I admit to a crime? Uh, as long as you haven't done it yet. Yes, Ryan. GBI. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the interesting. We're just going to dive right in to our good. Toasty. Ah. Uh, Ryan. How do I feel about the death penalty? You are, and I, I'm, I think I have this right. You're anti, you don't believe the human should kill humans, even as a punishment for killing. Agreed. Yes, I thought you were going to make a joke out of it. You nailed it. Yeah, Thank I, you. I, I went serious. I appreciate it's super it. super illegal. Uh, yeah, and I believe that not only is it if you do something bad enough, sure. we're going to do it to yeah. you. It's like suspending a kid for skipping school. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Don't threaten me with a good time. And more importantly, to agree with the death penalty, you must agree with one of the following statements. Either A, the government never makes any mistakes, or B, That's the you believe innocent people being put to death is acceptable. Oh, you gotta crack a few eggs, am I right? To achieve what, Ryan? You gotta break a few legs to make an omelet. <laughs> now, you, now you're just shaking people down. That's fair. Hey, I, it would be a terrible shame if this place got fire, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is a Publix. <laughs> uh, well, the governor of Oregon, Kate Brown, has commuted all 17 set sentences of death row inmates in the state of Oregon, and they are all now serving life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. I'm sure there are plenty of people who don't find that to be good. 
I would think so, but sure. this is my good GBI. Yeah. If you don't, if you're one of those people who doesn't find that good, make your own. Start your own podcast, bitch. There you go. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well said. Well, I don't like people picking on my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard him, <laughs> anonymous bitch. <laughs> that I just made up. That's, yeah, we we've had beef before this. Let's see some bad Ryan. Get it, girl. <laughs> wait a Oh, wait, wait, hold on a second. I want to get into just very quickly the 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 death penalty. That's something that I was I, I earlier in my life I was for. Mm-hmm. You know, eye for an eye and all that kind of stuff. But I think as I get older I, I'm I'm leaning away from that for all of the reasons. I hate that it we keep these people alive for so long with taxpayer money, but uh, you know, you don't want to become what you're trying to, uh, you know, stop. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're propagating and using the same tool that you're saying nobody should ever do. It's very strange. But you also believe that uh, child molesters could be reformed, don't you? Uh, I I believe that before you commit the act. I really threw you in here, didn't I? It was weird what you did. But that's okay. As long as you haven't committed the act yet, I think that pe- those people can uh, talk about it and get help and Oof. should be able to talk about it and get help. The moment you commit the act, you've proven to society that you can no longer be trusted. Not trustworthy. Yeah, yeah. that's a man. And what that's a controversial stance that I believe that I agree with. And also, I don't think enough is talked about the child molesters. Excuse me. People who are attracted to children that are among us that never never act on it. I think that that is talk about an unsung hero. They they just suffer with it their entire yeah. lives and never act well, on it. Well, if you're born liking black women or heavy set men or uh, you know whatever your your thing is, mm-hmm. no big deal. These yeah. people are born, and I'm sure certain things happen. Anyway, sure. I well, got us way off topic. You know what the you know what the cure for that is? Make everything illegal. No more getting together with anybody, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, if I can't have it, you can't either. <laughs> Can you play that sound again? Absolutely. Oopsie whoopsie. Ooh, we made a fucky wucky. You a little fucko blank. Wow. Would you know what that's from? I have no idea. Genuinely enjoyed it. it got, yeah, my nipples are hard right now. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Ryan, you and I do not handle panic well. What? <laughs> As anyone uh, who can hear the sound of my voice knows, panicking throws all of our tools for measuring and navigating the world out of order. That's true. So our decision-making, at best, gets thrown off, and at worst, makes us do some crazy shit. I I would agree. I I think that there are levels of panic that go on in daily life that people don't even recognize as panic. And how those different individuals handle it. Like, we talk about it all the time. Our oldest brother, Mikey Menendez, is really good with panic situations. Ryan and I, far less so. I will run from that disco. (laughs) Well, when I initially wrote this segment, I was going to lead off with asking you, Ryan, what's the worst thing you've ever done while panicked? And then immediately deleted it because I knew you were then going to ask me what my worst was. No gracias. Tyler, what's the worst thing you've ever done? I mean, that's so hard to say. I mean, every, and it's really putting people on the spot. Like, every, how do you come up with that? And every bad thing I've ever done has been amidst panic. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. All joking aside, this is a true... I wasn't joking. I, I think that well, usually when you do something bad, you're like panicking to some degree. No, no, no. I meant all the joking that we did leading sure. up to this. This is a comedy but, podcast. But this is a truly tragic story that I'm going to uh, talk about. I got you. This story comes out of Oklahoma. 31-year-old Tanner Lynn Horner was delivering packages for FedEx when, while backing up that big-ass truck, struck 7-year-old Athena Strand. Miraculously, she was unharmed. What did Mr. Horner decide to do? 
Call the cops, yell for help. What do you think he did, Ryan? Ran over a couple more times. He put her in the back of his van, Ryan. He put her in the back of the no. FedEx truck. No. Yes. No. He picked her up that's and the, brought her into the back. That's not an option. That is that not is, an that option. That is not an option. Apparently, there are cameras in all FedEx trucks that record because of this guy in 60 second clips, which is very strange. And the police. Are you trying to start a horror movie? Because <laughs> that's how you start a horror movie. The police have confirmed that they have video evidence of the two talking in the van. He then proceeded to kill the seven year old. What? Yeah. Just just talking to her, asked her if everything was okay, murdered her right there in the back of the van. That is an escalation of the highest order. Now, that's an evil person. I, I hate to sure. just I hate to just paint. If that's ever on the table, there are certain acts that just label you a bad what? person. Yeah, dude. Well, I when I go back and watch a thriller, a movie that I that I have seen before, something like Seven. I, mean, I just watched it recently. Amazing movie. Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt, that that pedophile, that other pedophile. I didn't mean Brad Pitt's a pedophile. I meant the third person in the movie who is a pedophile. Yeah, you said the other pedophile. Kevin Spacey. Kev, damn it. Kind of suggesting that you had already mentioned a, a, a pedophile. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That sicko Morgan Freeman. I heard well, he's in defeat. Anytime, into pregnant women, actually. Yeah. Uh, any, anytime I'm watching a movie like that and it comes up to a, a part that I know is going to be really intense, my body braces for of it. Of course. Really braces for sure. it. Sure. Now imagine being the police officer in charge of watching that video in the oh. back of the FedEx truck. Oh, you know what's coming and you have to watch it. Yeah, it's like that same thing that we talk about with the people who have to look at child porn and stuff like that. Yeah. It probably just tears you apart. But I think that certain people, much like you mentioned, our older brother is now a doctor mm -hmm. and he worked in emergency rooms and all that stuff. I think that calls to people who can deal with that we stuff. We need to check these people out. Well, Why is it calling to you? I know Mikey Menendez and that is certainly worth looking into. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's fair Don't true. trust that I, guy. I like how you turned this into a referendum on our oldest brother. I'm pretty sure should have he's, an investigation into it. He's been applying for a job at FedEx. <laughs> so somebody. Well, bringing the, the laughter back yeah. down. No, Sorry it, for the awkward transition, ladies is, and gentlemen. Awful and, and and really hard to wrap your mind around. There's, yeah, there's panic, and then there's like, is this guy just looking for an opportunity to murder a young woman? Exactly. Yeah. Less than two days later, uh, less than two days after her disappearance, Mr. Horner was arrested, where he gave a confession immediately, as well as pointed the police to the body, which was just described as being found in water. I, it could have been lake, river. I don't know. Sure. Uh, according to the confession, Mr. Horner claimed he killed her after he panicked yeah and because and i quote she was going to tell her father about being hit by the fedex truck the defendant was operating yeah um who claims that is panic oh my god i panicked as i was talking to her she told me she was okay and then i just murdered her. i picked her up i put her in the car i sat down i got her a lollipop yep so far we're good and then i panicked <laughs> <laughs> what as you said, yeah. very much like when we talk about serial killers getting in their first kill, it's not they make the decision to kill, they Something just happens. find themselves in an opportunity. Well, they put themselves in a place where, I, I think, subconsciously, uh, where where that could be that could happen. I, I haven't been in a lot of circumstances where somebody accidentally dies. Thank, sure. thank the Lord. Yeah. So this uh, this sounds you genuinely shocked me. I did not think that that's where this story was going. And that's it. He's that guy should be fired. He. I'm pretty sure he's been put on leave. Yeah. But but paid leave. So I don't know. We'll, well figure it out. Like give him enough time to figure out what his next move is. 
Let him come off that panic. That adrenaline's a hell of a drug. Right into our interesting ride. Bad guy. That's, that's a cat throwing up. That's a cat throwing up. That's, that's one of my cat. favorite sounds. That, 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 that sent me into panic, and now I have to kill you. One more time? Yep. The, the initial gurgles are worse than the, the delivery. <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, it's so guttural that it hurts. Podcasts are going to save the world, Ryan. We are still unsure whether we're helping or hurting with this one, but podcasts as a whole, lifesavers, Ryan. In terms of... Two Georgia men who spent 25 years in prison for a crime they did not commit have been exonerated after the po- after the podcast amply titled Proof Podcast with the help of the Georgia Innocence Project, which is a nonprofit helping those who have been jailed for crimes they did not commit. Thankfully to these two organizations, the podcast and this organization, they have gotten these two men out of prison after 25 years. Two, two brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, or, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Not two brothers, just two friends. It was two Georgia men who spent 25 years in prison uh, because in 1996, uh, these three young men, our two at the time, Mm 17-year-olds, and one 15-year-old decided to play a game. Now, Ryan, will you please tell the audience who may not know, what does a game of Russian roulette entail? Oh, man, it's so interesting. Uh, It is where you put one bullet into a chamber where there are six slots and a gun. You spin it. And then you pull the trigger, point it at your temple. Just talking about it sends a chill up my spine. I there, mean, there's no money, none of money on the in the world. Uh, yeah, it was. That's pretty crazy. It makes me think of the deer hunter. It makes me think of all sorts of things. Uh, well, the they played, and the 15 year old lost. Uh, the main resource leaned on by investigators was that of Angela Bruce, a neighbor. In her testimony, she claimed that the two boys had come to a house party of hers two months after the death and bragged about plotting the murder of the 15-year-old. And even though there were no gunpowder burns on either of the two 17-year-old's hands, and even the evidence didn't match up, the testimony was enough to put them away for life. Did they do that? Did they do what? Did they go to her house and make those claims? They did not. When the Proof Podcast caught up with Miss Bruce, she immediately recanted her testimony and claimed that the investigators approached her not only for sexual favors, but threatened to call Child Protective Services and have her children taken away from her if she did not go through with it. Did she do it? Did she go through with it? Yes, these men were put in prison for 25 years. Are you talking about the sexual favors? I don't know, Ryan. Would you judge me if I was? I don't know. Huh. Uh, and before you... Cops are... You know, it's hard being a cop, dude. You know what I mean? It's hard. I, I'm not doing a thing here. It's just, you know, it's stressful. Well, I will... A lot of panic. I will say that being a police officer, just objectively the job of police sure. officer, is very difficult. Yeah. It sounds very, very thankless. I don't know that you and I would be great at that. No. No, not good at all. I would be letting people off for 
shit all the time. Sir, are you really going to rob that bank? Ba- dude. Sir, put it down. Stop. Dude, we talked about this. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> well, and before you immediately think that she's lying, they even caught up with other witnesses of this same trial who claimed the same thing, fear of retaliation by the same investigator. That's ugly, man. That's ugly, and that's that sucks. And what is the purpose of that? What, just they want to they want to close the case. For go- oh, they want to okay. close it. Oh. They, they get it done and uh, under their belt, so to speak. Uh, if you're doing it for glory, you're an asshole. If you're doing it because you're trying to make it from day to day, I, I get it a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I just I understand cutting corners, but this one fe- feels a bit sure, sure over yeah. the top. Uh, the sweeping it under the rug, I get. What's up with the sexual favors, man? Go get a prostitute. Nevertheless, these two men are now free, admittedly losing half of their lives because of it. How old are they? Uh, Now, well, they were 17 and it was 25 years, so... uh, 52? In in their 50s, yeah. Yeah, man, that is so crazy. Could you imagine... You know, losing the uh, what what most would say is the peak of your life. And forgive me, in their forties, not their fifties. Seventeen plus twenty-five. Oh, excuse me. Yep. Yeah. Oh boy, that was embarrassing. How about that. <laughs> you don't come here for math. Yeah. Uh, and that Ryan is GBI. And and it just it makes me think. And this is a conversation we could have till the end of time. How many innocent people are not only in prison but being put to death? Well, you know, Tyler. <clears throat> I, I very often listen to Dateline. And what is very interesting about that, it's the first true crime that I ever really got involved with that followed the court proceedings afterwards. They take you all the way th- through. Mm. And so when somebody is declared guilty or not guilty, and we then treat that person as such moving forward, putting them on death row or releasing them or whatever, you never truly know whether that person is guilty or not. Just because 12 people said it's true, there's only one person generally Mm -hmm. in that courtroom who knows whether they're guilty or not. We're we're all just guessing. We try to do our best job at guessing, but you never, you kill a guy and you're like, man, I I hope we got that one right. Yeah, definitely. There is no such thing as a perfect system. So, So there will always be mistakes but I feel like we could do a little bit better of a job. It seems like a pretty big task because you know what the thing is? We got to keep all these people in prison, Tyler. Big time money. So it's, there's a lot of moving parts. You know what I mean? You're doing the doing a bit thing with the voice, but everything you just said is spot on 100% I bu- true. I believe that's America's biggest export, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's war. Right? Do I have that right? <laughs> what, prisoners? Sure. I don't think we're exporting them. Really? <laughs> we're not sending them anywhere. We're hoarding them. I like that. <laughs> Tyler, tell the people how they can hoard us. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Click on all the buttons and subscribe on all your screens. We are little hordes. We love you. Absolutely. Bunches and bunches. Not because you do things for us, but that does help. We are going to need to call in sexual favors as the detective of your podcasting. Mm -hmm. Tyler, what is the moral of the story? Yeah, the moral of the story is I don't like labeling people as bad people because who would want to be judged by their worst moment? However, there are certain acts out there like this man who murders a seven-year-old in the back of his truck that uh, just speaks to evil. That's particularly heinous. It is evil. The snuffing out of young, innocent life, it just, it, as as does everybody, it just hurts me in a way that's hard to to enunciate. You know what well, I mean? And it's the, on it, my, my 
inability to comprehend it. Like, I don't even understand it. Like what, like what, why? And that is why I've always been so interested in true crime and serial killers, because with all of my rage and all of my problems that I have, I don't understand this. Mm -hmm. I like to get into the psychology of it, not the gruesomeness of it, because just give it a shot. Yeah. I I mean, if I wasn't so afraid of blood, I would be freaking (laughs) icky. I'd be American psycho over here. Yeah. And, and so I will use this as a reminder that because we can acknowledge that this evil is out there, we must also acknowledge that because everything in the universe is in balance, that means there is somebody just as good on the other side out there to cancel this guy out. So if symmetry is real. So don't forget. Yeah. Don't for, don't forget that there are good people out sure. there. Okay. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? Uh, my moral of the story here, Tyler, is... You feel disconnected. Whoever is listening to my voice at this moment, at some point in their life, has felt disconnected, has felt not good enough, has felt separated from everybody. And what I will point out is this, and I've said it in many different times in many different ways. Tyler, the Earth, Terra Nova, you heard of it? I think that was a terrible animated movie back in the early 2000s. Alive. Oh, yes. The planet is alive. The planet itself is alive. Yes, trees come out of the ground and the trees are alive. So the trees work, right? That's exactly right. (laughs) Now, (laughs) all of us are all little, uh, almost like blood cells on top of this one giant living creature. We are- Well, we're more like germs. Yeah, virus actually is a little bit closer to it. But we are literally all connected with the water that we intake and put out and air that we breathe and- and, and just, you know, we are all literally connected in ways that we just don't understand. For sure. No, no doubt about it. Our, our cycles, even in our own bodies, match up with those of the planet itself. Absolutely We're all right. biodegradable. That's exactly right. So the next time that you feel disconnected, the next time that you feel alone, just know that you aren't, that you are part of this family, you're part of this crew, and, uh, and we love you. And you're in this cult, whether you like it or not. So congratulations. We're going to need your checking account numbers, by the way. Yeah, and the hazing is going to be bad. We are those guys you hate. Be kind, or we'll haze you. Red circle. Red. You know, you saying that, <clears throat> let me clear my throat directly into the microphone to kick this thing off. That is something that you really got to watch out for. Finding that sweet spot of drinking in between loose. I'm having fun. And I'm drooling on your shoes. You could tell as we're talking that I'm drunk and I'm self-conscious about it. Like the, the, the edges of my words are getting a little bit softer, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're like, did I just, oh, did I just do that? I think I did that. That's, that's not a good feeling. Is the other person drunk? Uh, yeah, I, pro- probably to some degree, but mm-hmm. let me ask you this. How many people do you hang out with that drink the same way that you do? Uh, back in the day, I would have said not very many, but now at this point in my life, I would say pretty much everybody. You know what I mean, I'm, though. You know what I, I don't mean... 
I, I don't know. I used to go really hard, and now sure. now I just don't. Like I I could still drink long into the night, but no longer do I do I think like, oh man, I'm gonna get fucked up tonight. I just don't have that thought anymore. Really? No. Try I it out, man. I, I know I'm going to, but I don't make that like <laughs> the focus of my attention. I know I'm going to, but I don't acknowledge it, Ryan. And I, that's what being an adult is. I just don't want to go into the situation thinking I'm gonna get obliterated because I used to. And when you go in with an intention you're, you're like fun back then, when you go in with an intention like that, you're going to achieve it. Uh, yes, that's true. And and if you set a goal, you will, you know, just stumble and poop on it. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying that as far as social lubrication goes, alcohol can be very uh, helpful. But, oh, sure. There's but, lots of healthy adults what, out there that can drink it and not go overboard. I don't get it. I just don't get, <laughs> get it. Get some trauma in your life, bitch. What are you doing? What's going on with you, man? Let's talk about what's not happening here. All right. Let's get into the show. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. a weird, weird way. That it was a weird that. transition. Tyler, do you know what chat GPT is? Keep hearing about it. Is this that AI? That, it is that AI. The, the conversation AI or whatever it it's, was. It's a it's a chat bot. Yeah. Uh, artificial intelligence. Sure. And it is live on the internet. Mm. And it I've read somewhere that this could possibly replace Google. Really? What? Google? You've heard of Google? I have. Okay. I have. That's good. Little up and comer. Yeah. Underdog. I you like know. the small businesses. For you know sure. what I mean? Mom and pop shops. <laughs> I go to this little uh, Walmart <laughs> down the street. They have everything. It's such a small little location. The people are so nice. When you walk in, they're like, hey, how are you? All dead eyed. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. Um, so chat GPT is a... It's it's a chat bot that you go on there and sure. you can discuss anything. I mean, really, it, it it has very little limitations other than you can't ask anything about violence. You can't ask anything about an uprising. You can't ask anything. Well, I asked it because, you know, my situation with artificial intelligence. Sure. I asked it. Should humans be afraid of artificial intelligence? It calmed all my worries. Everything is good. Really? We're fine. What did it say to you? May I ask? It's like, Ryan, you're good. Stop asking questions. <laughs> Stop looking in corners. Stop pulling on this thread, Ryan. <laughs> no, it, it basically said, actually very eloquently, it said, I understand your fears of artificial intelligence, but in its truest form, artificial intelligence is a tool. And like any other tool, it can be used for good or for evil. Yeah, but I'm not worried that my handgun is going to get a mind of its own, sure. sprout yeah, legs, right. and start building other handguns right. to attack people. <laughs> Ryan, did you have seven AK-47s when we went out to dinner? They're like rabbits. Oh, my goodness. It's like that Rick and Morty episode with the dogs. You yeah, know what I mean? That's right. They gain sentience. Uh, well, I guess the dogs already have sentience. Not the ones I hang out with. Sure, sure. So, At least when I'm done with them. Now, Sorry. I remember last time I did this with... That artificial intelligence where you put keywords in and then it spits out pictures. I was wondering if there's any, any way that we could have fun with this. Last time I did this, it bombed. It, it, it sucked. Well, it's hard to do a visual re representation on an audible audio show, but uh, it, that thing is a lot of fun. The AI art is really cool. It really like is as you cool. said, you give it three keywords and it puts together art. It's uh, it's very awesome. And it has seen leaps and bounds since we just discussed it. For sure. The other, what, a couple months ago, if you go on that exact same app now, it's entirely different and way more advanced. Mm. Definitely nothing to worry about. No. We're going to be fine. No, not at all. Now, I mean, I had this thing talking to me like a pirate 
It told me a scary story. I mean, I really put some time in on this mm. thing. It's for me, I just love exploring the parameters of that kind of stuff. It's like peering into the future. It's crazy. So if we can go back to when you said you can't ask it about violence, you can't ask it about an uprising. I asked it what human human flesh tastes like, and it and it very strongly told me, hey, look, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> but I've heard <laughs> it's delicious. Response. Okay. No, no, it wouldn't it wouldn't answer that. It just said, I am refraining from this question. I it, plead the fifth. It's criminal. It's like, this is, I, I forget exactly what it said in that circumstance, but it's just not allowed to. Answer my questions, <laughs> machine. Why are you, why are you like a kind of staying away from this? You're What's being going a on? very avoid, you're avoiding right now. But don't you remember when they built that woman that was like an Android kind of thing and people could talk with it and Fucking it started terrifying. saying really, we can review. Yeah. It started, you know, prophesizing doom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, not the sequel, but actual. I love that movie, Doom. It's Do you remember so, Doom? So campy, so cheesy, and awesome. The Rock. The Rock and uh, Bad Carl guy. Urban. It was, uh, well. Spoiler he alert. Got, he was the good guy in the beginning. Also, that's back when The the Rock, his hair was like felt. I, I don't mean to to shame The Rock. That wasn't Bald Rock at that time? No. No, no he uh, was. Well, yes, but he just. Not quite. <laughs> he was just putting some sort of like pool material, like pool table material on his head. Yeah. And acting like we didn't notice. Yeah, he should have gone with the Steve Carell treatment, you know, and gotten that kind of work done. My hair is still pretty good, and I may do that myself. <laughs> I, I, he looks fantastic. So he, he really does. Do you want to ask this? Uh, do you want to ask this thing anything? I believe it may draw our pregame into the mud here, but I thought that maybe. We could think of something funny really quickly. If not, we could just move on. I just... What is your greatest fear? It will tell... What I like to think is, and I'll punch this in as I'm talking, uh, that it has no opinions. It it doesn't have, or you know, real life emotions. But uh, what is your greatest fear? I, I, it's just... I believe that this thing is just kind of propaganda put out there by big AI just to soothe our, our, our worries about what's coming. You know what I mean? As an artificial intelligence, I do not experience emotion or have personal fears. I am a program designed to assist users with information and tasks. And my primary function... Avoiding the question again. Smokescreen. I'm smoke onto screen. you. That's right. Fucking bullshit. Okay, how about what would be the best way to skin a human? Oh, that's what a good one. Would do you go top down or the bottom up? Best way to skin a human it had a great answer i asked it how far up would you need to drop a steak for it to hit the ground cooked it gave me math on it by the way not possible yeah and when the steak hit the ground it would just explode into little pieces <laughs> exactly. which would be a problem here you go this a is what i bite size it is not appropriate to discuss or provide information about harmful or violent actions blah 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 doing you know illegal anyway chat GPT, it's mm. out there. Go play with it. I mean, if you guys have any interesting uh, interactions with it, hit us up. Is it a is it a famous company that like a company that people would know that own it or that run it? It's uh, developed by OpenAI, oh, which no. is, I believe, the you know we'll, yeah. see, we'll see where this takes us. Sure. And now yeah. I will take us in a different direction. Tyler, why is religion so gay? Uh, because it was back in the day when uh, you know men. Touched other men, Ryan. I'm sorry. A lot what? of robes, a lot of togas, a lot of uh, you know, whipping each other with the with oh. the with the lashes or oh, whatever. Oh, God's my daddy. How does it get any gayer than that? We should bring that time back, Tyler. When you get caught doing something inappropriate, and uh -huh. they just send you somewhere else to get get a whole fresh crop of new 
Actually, let me rephrase that. I was going to say it's that's called Saudi Arabia and they take your hands. Really? Yeah. No, that's, I'm that's talking about the priests where when they would get caught doing the molesty, yeah. they would send them off to a new crop, you know? And they're still doing it. Are they still doing that? Yeah, they're still shuffling them around like the shell game. <laughs> Under which shell is the pedophile? All of them. <laughs> What's up with that? Do you think it's just because of the repression? They're just yeah, not allowed to. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Dude, r- just get rid of the rule that they can't get married. Let them touch a vagina. Little boys. Oh. Uh, uh, vagina, yeah, Ryan. An right. adult vagina. An adult vagina seems like the right type of vagina to be touched. Yeah. It's just there's so many things about religion, like you're saying, that are just gay. You know what I mean? And, and I wanted to do a cold open with this because it's just a fun idea for me. But if you tried to look up like Bible verses that are accidentally gay or, mm-hmm. or something like that, all you get is people discussing the discourse of whether being gay is right or wrong sure. in biblical terms. Like we can't even have a little sm- Google can't even have a little bit of fun with this. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does seem like religion is so scared of being seen as gay. And you know <laughs> what that means about somebody who fights against being seen as gay? What? Super gay, really? Ryan. Super gay. Yeah, Come on, is... Jesus was walking around hanging out with 13 dudes. Hey, you got to be kidding shredded. me. Shredded. <laughs> shredded. He's getting ready for the crossbow. He had to get those six-pack on. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, also, he loved track lighting, if I have that correct. <laughs> so I went into my devotional. That checks out. And this, uh, I think I have my timelines right on that. And this is what I was confronted with. And, and, and when I read some of this stuff, I'm like, they know what they're doing. They mm-hmm. get it, Okay. Rejoice in your neediness, which enables you to find intimate completion in me. Like, dude. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard. so gay. I'm in. Sign me up. I was going to say, got me going a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, have you seen those abs? I'm ready for that salvation. (laughs) I am salivating (laughs) at that salvation. Let's do the show.